0: Three, two, one, there we go. Alrighty guys, before I say anything else, uh Kenda is on a fleet and I just realized my cam is a little bit off. There you go. Uh Kenda is on a fleet still, so he will be delayed by he said ten minutes. Awesome. He said fifteen minutes, five minutes ago. So I guess he'll show up in ten minutes. It's Kenda minutes, so it might be twenty minutes, okay. Uh so just so you like in case you you get confused and in the middle of this the cams will all be fucking getting fucked up so uh apologies in uh, in advance because i have to fucking fix that all it is what it is Um, but yeah but beyond honest here hello and the randa is here too Hi. and uh yeah Someone in chat already said, like, let's not talk about Keepstars. <laughs> I'm sure Keepstars will come up at some point. Um, Honestly, when you asked
1: me if I wanted to come talk, I was like, I got nothing to talk about in the current state of things. Like, I'm not a part of any of the big fights, any of the Keepstar fights. That's all I'm seeing, like, as the big streams that are happening these days with the gigantic, you know, repeats over and over again. So I was like, that's probably what I wanted to talk about. And I don't really have much input
0: and i told you right away like nah not really like
2: so FC chat, not war chat i mean
0: we might as well get it behind us right now because like i f- i think the keepsters that's the most boring stuff for me to FC because all i have to do is like what doctrine do we do right Ravens, some domies, some tyrannises the tyrannises work really well actually you know that's the fun part the theory crafting like leading leading up to it
2: eight
1: hours
0: yeah yeah, I mean, able
1: to up for a
2: minute. Wait, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, wait twenty minutes to warp in. Wait twenty minutes to lock the keep star. Wait another twenty minutes for your missiles to cycle. Pray that nobody else is you in the process, and then align and wait twenty minutes to fucking warp out, and then do yeah. it all again.
0: It's but so as an fun. as an FC, it's all theory crafting. Like I don't have to do anything, right? I did all like my my apartment is clear as fuck. Like you know. I can do whatever I want, I just have to make the MTD give instructions and then check in on people every now and then. So from that perspective, um, you know, easiest, I don't want to say ch- um, like the most boring um, fleets ever because it is kind of interesting, but at the same time my heart rate is not going to go up, right? Like I'm going to sit there and chill, right? So
2: it's, it's it's rage inducing for me because one I have no patience whatsoever, so having to sit there and spam click the same thing just to hope that it catches with the server tick like i have i have no patience for it i
1: just no, I've been in like one of these gigantic ones I was in x forty seven when uh, I was part of n c dot and i remember and that was like not a fun thing to be in like I remember just sitting there with you know a bunch of fucking titans, and barely anyone could lock targets, and everyone was crashing, and like it wasn't a fun way to play the game. Yeah, well,
0: yeah. What I always say is, if you go into those oh, fights,
1: sorry, my volume is fairly low. Oh, yeah, can you turn uh, know, totally
0: let's see, let's see.
1: Hello, hello, potato, potato, potato. Hello. Oh, hello. you were
0: actually set to seventy-five or oh. something. I don't know why. Are we good? A... Hello, hello. Now potato. he's better, right?
3: We good? Potato? Potato? I think we're
1: good.
0: Hey, thanks for the sub, guys. Um so um whenever those big fights happen, I always tell myself and like other people do, you like you don't really join those fights for the fight itself. That's you have to see it from a story perspective. Yeah, right? you
1: join that fight to tell the story about it at two years from now.
0: Yeah, exactly. Say, hey, exactly. For all,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. all 20 deep stars being dropped, I gotta be there and sit on grid.
0: Yeah, I, You know what, BTEC-R is a good example, because I did form a fleet for BTEC-R, brought them in, and uh, for those who remember the wrecking ball, that was the doctrine at the time with the carriers, and like and they were all logies obviously, right? Um, like, my idea was bring so many Void Bombs that when they jump in and try to spread out, we Void bomb them all, so they're all kept out at the same time, so they never get going with their rep Power, right? And then the lag was so big that none of the caps, like and nothing was calculated. So uh, everyone had infinite cap and all the void bombs were completely wasted. I was just like, no, I'm in deep fucking tie dye. Um, I think it was already tie dye at the time, right? Yeah. Uh, in deep tie dye with like 70 dudes or so. And like whatever we wanted to do is completely useless. And now no what, right? So like an hour or two in, I just disconnect and say like, eh, whatever, right? Couldn't do it. And the other guys are just all a horde on Titans, right? At the time, a Titan kill was still special, right? So um, yeah. you have to always keep that I in. I think
1: there's probably less like skill expression for individual FCs in these fights, but more of mm. like a strategic skill expression. Like how do you tackle this with the mechanics being the way they are? And that I find pretty interesting, seeing how you are dealing with like gigantic numbers on an anchoring keepstar and then like warping to pings with snipey shit and like the tactics you're using with that. I'm like, holy shit, this is brilliant. Yeah. How aids it must be to fight that. And like seeing the the Titans warping to pings across and trying to bow, I'm like, that shit was fucking dope, you know? But like, it's not quick skill expression like the way you're used to have seeing. Like you like quick things like the uh, the bomber fleets and all that kind of stuff. So like, it's not it's different it's different i think but it's still cool
0: and that's exactly what it is right in tie-dye the fight itself requires almost zero skill because like everyone's reaction time is perfect you can see everything coming from a mile away and all that stuff right and then on a strategic part though it's all about the numbers really and it's like
1: super impressive organization like how it's organized that like that part Blows me away, like not being able to slip up for whatever, like eight nine hours, having to literally deal with it, having perfect fucking warpins with the dreads, like clockwork, like that shit's impressive on its own,
2: you know?
0: Yeah, there's some cool shit. Oh, holy shit! What a you say like what eight, a
2: nine hours? It's more, I think what was the one before this last keepstar was like fifteen hours.
0: Fuck before. me, <laughs>
2: like thirteen. I think okay. it was fifteen. Is an exaggeration, okay, okay. but it was like it was more than ten. I think it was 13 hours.
0: Hey, thanks for that raid, guys. You guys <laughs> no, are insane. And what's up, Brisk? Thanks for the sub-brisk.
3: Hi, Carlisle. I yeah. love
0: you. My, uh, we just talked about the, the whole tie-dye and keeps that stuff, but that's not going to be the, uh, oh, the focus on, on this one. And Kenda is coming finally. And he's not <laughs> on. Oh, if he turns the camera on, he might be. So Kendra. let's wait. Turn your
4: camera on. I'm turning my camera on tonight, sorry. Uh, Next week, I will.
0: I might have to move all the cameras around in a sec, but you know, for now, we—I'm we, just going to act like I'm isa Wait, your camera's <laughs> off for so, some reason. Oh no! Wait a second. Oh yes.
3: I'm probably. Uh... No,
0: no. I, I turned it off because there was no camera. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> While you're on the other side. So, what's your excuse, right Kendar? Why are you late? Hmm. Uh,
2: yeah, Kendar. Explain yourself. What's his yourself. excuse, man?
4: making us wait and shit I'm fucking with you by the way killing bats
0: I'm not gonna lie, Miranda got really mad (laughs) (laughs) she said she's gonna punch you, and you're you're on the naughty list yeah,
2: I said you're on the naughty list I'm gonna punch you in the face cool
0: well yeah, we were talking about Keepstar stuff and so on but um, I don't wanna I think also all the guys that just came over from INN that's probably what everyone talked about right the keepster fights and stuff like this and i think after keepster number four uh, you know has been talked enough about it
1: oh, yeah. i'm like happy that it's happening but i'm also happy that i'm not in those fights <laughs> 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 it's yeah, really fun to it. tune into them and that this stuff is actually going on but i'm really happy i'm not sitting there like you guys are saying like 14 hours or something that would that would break me
0: Kenna, i'm supposed to tell <laughs> let you know you didn't pop the fleet how dare oh, you?
4: Oh, crap. I didn't. Um, somebody X up in fleet and I will pass you boss and so you can pop the fleet. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't do
2: pups. God damn
0: it, I uh.
2: can't do it. By the way,
0: that's a goon fleet, right? Like, and it doesn't do pups. Yeah. Just saying. No. We did, we though, for a while. You know, it, it's a legit point if you have to organize a big group. Like, how do you measure? activity how do you measure uh, contribution right it's a real problem in big groups you want to measure that to a degree at least right you try to hit it you, you'll never be on the mark with it but i think you, know, you should
4: do it behind the scenes is my taking it shouldn't be you know line yeah. Shouldn't know. it should be done between sort of you know the alliance leadership and the corp ceos and you go to the corp and say okay you know people aren't really pulling their weight is there something you can do about that do we need to help you one way or another
0: by the way Kenna, are you going to turn on the cam 'Cause if not so I'm moving okay. Not today. Um Yeah, there
2: is
0: on cam. Yeah, I'm gonna move stuff around then. Give me what, just one sec. All right, that's the easy one. Sorry
2: Pando, oh. it's be a pain.
0: That's alright. I- I'm getting used to it slowly.
2: <laughs> yeah. We're in our corp <laughs> now, so
0: <laughs> Yeah. But also who wonder, like, yeah, he like Kenna, you joined when a week ago?
4: Yeah, five days ago maybe
2: vertigo says i like it being very public there's no argument about where you lie on your contribution and i i totally agree with that because like in, in it we don't have paps but it's mostly what i was going to say is it's mostly just people talking shit about each other like yeah that motherfucker never joins fleet like blah 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 they're never doing anything they're always logging off but if you have paps then you can actually look and be like hmm you like he's actually joining the fleet or maybe it's just me talking shit about people not joining fleets. I have
0: to say, like, as a, like, I've, ob- obviously I had insight on, on that stuff when we had pups, it was surprising sometimes, um, for some corps, for example, how many people they would push into fleets and stuff like this. So like, naturally I would say like, oh, maybe these guys bring like, I don't know, five dudes on average or so, no? and then it turns out they actually bring way more and you just don't see it. Might be time zone, might be whatever, right? So it's a, you know, the peplink thing, it's a legit thing to do. I'm not sure if I'm a fan of it, but it is a legit. Uh, that makes
1: sense, though, to like have an overview of how useful certain groups are.
0: Yeah, it totally does. Yeah, it totally does. But I Yeah,
1: um, I haven't have seen, actually for, for quite a bit. The last thing I've seen was the uh, CCP stuff with the Zappy Boys. And uh, before that, it was stuff in like Raraboss and the ISAC things. It's kind of because. All this big war stuff. I know if I take a small little hundred man group there, I'm just gonna get fucking dumpstered being in the way. So I haven't been FCing that much in the last like month or two.
0: Yeah, you know what? I think you were the first one to take out a certain sized um Zappy Boys? Zappy yeah. Boy fleet. But <laughs> it
1: buffed the day after. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, that was funny, right? The timing <laughs> like um, they had that lined up already. Or did they not but I mean so I if they know. but if they had it lined up, why wouldn't they say, hey Bjorn, let's do it an, a day later, right? That would have made sense, right? They could have buffed
1: it the day before, but I mean I just thought yeah, exactly. I think they realized that they did hit like wet noodles and think,
0: okay, maybe they can be stuck <laughs> But you know what? I still think even without the buff, in big numbers, they would be scary. Because in big numbers that shit suddenly demolishes any logi wing right yeah but when i say big numbers that's like 100 plus at the very least right yeah i think 200 man
1: man fleet of them would be but i mean most things in 200 man fleets are scary
0: yeah but those are extra scary because they hit so many things at once right but then imagine those in a big fight that's extra tighter, i guess right because you hit five targets it's uh, like how many targets is that like 150 zappy boys hitting eight no way how many targets each Six, five. five, five, hitting five targets each, and then it has to like the server has to decide which targets, right? So, I can imagine that's a tie-dye machine right there, which obviously you kind of want to avoid. But, yeah, I, I mean, think
1: from the testings they did, that they weren't that bad on the server as people thought they would be. They're not nearly the same as like smart bombs, and mm. like they just generate instant logs for like a specific amount, it's not like everything including like you know literally everything in a certain aoe is getting hit they are aoe but they're not aoe if you know what i mean they still have like a limit to how many things they hit
0: yes but at the same time that makes them so strong too if you think about it i mean yeah, i'm just
1: speaking from like that if you're saying hard on servers you could ungroup your guns and shoot five different targets that's not gonna fuck everything oh up. yeah
0: yeah that's true
3: yeah you're right
1: but yeah, no. I think actually right now, um, after having tested them and them getting buffed afterwards, I actually think that if you took like eighty of them and fought an eighty man Ferox fleet that they would come out on top. I haven't tested it, but I I, I have an inkling that they against...
3: could
1: test it. I think they could outrange them, apply pretty damn well to to battle cruisers. And I think pretty soon I'm gonna start doing like public fleets with them.
0: I totally agree against Feroxes. Yeah. Right but the heck matter right against yeah, units against <laughs> eagles they're not going to apply well enough no and but then, then
1: you're taking a t1 cruiser against well a faction cruiser if you look at it that way
0: like yeah but i'm up for that i mean i'm taking the Gila's out i tested them on a big scale too and got okay. dumpstered for it but did you still use the uh the remote rep stuff yeah yeah nice. and it's yeah i mean dick i always knew they're most effective at a certain size right like a 30-man fleet that's where the last gilas really shine. And then yeah. as long as you don't get alpha, you're going to do well. But the second you get alpha and they run through you, you're in trouble, right? Obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, I I tested the scale and, uh, you yeah, know, we lost a couple of gilas for it. That's all right. <laughs> that's, that's what happens. But I mean, that's that's one thing that I wanted to say about the keeps us actually, that I think like... Nobody enjoys the fight itself. And some people might like the story about it or whatever. But what I think maybe might have a positive effect is the mindset of people looking at this and then being more willing to say, okay, yeah. Actually it's just spaceships, right? Might as well lose a few. Right? It's not it's not the end of the world if you lose a battle report. Because everyone runs to Reddit and says, like, oh look at us, we won this battle report by 10 bill. Like, yeah, it's peanuts, mm-hmm. right? So um I just wanted to add that to the keeps discussion because I think that's a maybe a positive thing coming out of this that's overlooked. But I don't know. Maybe maybe you know maybe you got a, a take on that.
1: I think it's good that both like well all sides have something to kind of herf and blurf about. I think that's a really good thing. That this is not just a curb stomp on one end that you know both Groups seem to be very motivated to keep going, which I think is good. Then, you know, it
3: won't just feather out and suddenly one group gives up, you know?
0: Yeah. What about you, Kenda? You're so quiet. Is Kenda FK again? Is he on the fleet again? God damn it, Kenda. (laughs) (laughs) What What are you doing? Is he muted or something? Oh, he just ran off.
2: Vertizo yeah, is asking about having the Edencom ships be a good complement to a fleet to put pressure on rep broadcasts and hostiles.
0: Yeah, I can see that. I can I can see, but one is not enough because one doesn't put enough DPS on anyone to um, to lose their mind about it. We did that actually years ago against um, Darkness of Despair. Um, those like they lived in as a at the time and we brought in smart bomb battleships to do exactly that, right? Because over time, smart bomb battleships, if you anchor tightly, smart bomb battleships on zero on your fleet, they will create a problem for you, especially if you're missile boats that, uh, you know, rely on their missiles, not getting killed by smart bomb battleships. Right, so we anchored on zero on them, and uh, that caused a lot of trouble for them too. So it's a similar, it's a similar thing, I I would say. But uh, don't forget that you know it always jumps to a random target, and therefore the DPS, which is already low, uh, is spread even lower. So most people will not broadcast for that one guy, right? But if you have like ten of them, I can see that. I can totally see that.
2: I don't know. You say one person won't, Brad. Broad, like they won't broadcast for the one guy, but speaking as a logi pilot and seeing what people broadcast for, I totally disagree.:
4: <laughs> Yeah
2: Don't broadcast <laughs> for
4: bomb damage, guys. One bomb. Everyone broadcast for damage.
0: All right, Kenda. appears. Where were you? Were you on a fleet again?
4: Oh, sorry, I stepped away to get a drink. apologies.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> what do you think about the, the the zappy boys, Kenda? Do you have any thought I on think- them?
4: Yeah, I think they're really cool. I don't know. I think people know this, hopefully now. But you can, um, if you time it right, if I remember correctly, as a pod lands on a station, and can instantly dock, like in low sec or high sec. If you activate it, it will hit the pod. So it's like you can smart bomb with it, but not you can't smart bomb with a smart bomb extra structure, but you can these.
0: No, I think Bjorn, wasn't it? The two of us, we tested it. Exactly that. That when you fall out of warp, you're not getting hit in warp.
4: Absolutely. Isn't it squishy you did a video on it?
0: Yeah,
1: I think you do get hit by it. Like if you're shooting something next to a gate and something's landing, pretty sure you're hitting the things as they land.
0: I, I remember testing it and you were there. I set up the, the whole thing for, for us actually. So we tested some stuff, remember? On day one when it was on a test server.
2: Squishy and then we... you can kill pods, made a video on
4: it. Yeah, that's where I know it from because oh. I watched it and thought, that's really cool. Imagine doing it to snuff, right? And all those slave pods. <laughs>
0: That's even. No, you're gonna. No, no, you're not only on Miranda's naughty list, but on the lo- highest uh, naughty <laughs> list too, yeah. and towers too.
2: It's all going downhill.
0: Yeah. Naughty list. Experience. <laughs> but yeah. So the the Zeppy boys, are new um, and then, so the reason why I thought the two of you are gonna be paired up quite well. Uh, not only because, like, it's easy to talk to both of you, but um, Bjorn had a look at the, the new region, right? All the trick systems that yeah, are I've now... i in it
1: the whole time, and I keep going in, and you won't believe it. I'm, like, going out in a salvaged Proteus, not shooting anything, <laughs> the and fuck? having a fucking blast. It sounds super dumb, but, like, this is such a weird place. Like, uh, so... It, it's it's so weird and different to, to anything, Eve.
0: So... um. The reason why I thought Kenner was um, um, interesting for this discussion, because Kenna actually for years pushed for something similar. He always said, what do you say, the topography of EVE needs to change? It's an old game, it's time that stuff j- ended it, right?
4: Yeah, so the map obviously has been pretty much the same for quite a while since, if I remember there. I think they added the drone regions made the map bigger but obviously it's been the same the topology's never really changed so when they did this i thought cool this looks you know, really good hopefully we get something from it I'm not too sure yet if we're going to get something from it or not
0: so john i have not had the chance i saw your stream for like i don't know i watched for like an hour or so and you were in the thing i was like what the fuck is even going on so can you explain actually what is going on there a little bit like is it, Did you go is, to it gonna be, be, is it content the, heaven
1: no it, it's really weird uh, it's 27 systems in like a, a pipe basically kind of
3: mm-hmm.
1: um, they're split up into like these three different sub parts that all have their own like lore clades whatever you have to talk to ash to Rothy about that stuff um but yeah, they but all have their own
2: the triangles okay, yeah yeah
1: they all have their own like uh, capital system which takes like really absurdly high standing to get into Uh, but there's nothing different in there except there's this gigantic structure which apparently can dock the big world arc ships. I don't think that's implemented yet or online, so there's nothing to draw you into those systems right now, at least from what I've seen. Um, It's not content heaven as in like... There's not that many people here yet, but I've been like chilling for like the last, I don't know, three, four days in these systems, off-stream, on-stream, and it's really cool seeing like these tiny little groups start to move in and it's like an unevictable wormhole kind of place so it's got wormhole local where it's like delayed local so you choose if you want to let people know you're here or not uh you have stations like npc stations in most systems some of them don't um so you can't really get evicted out of here um you have to have like 3.0 standings to go between the different systems and that's not that hard to achieve um there are some weird like mining sites which I have no idea about. There are some weird uh, stellar fleet deployment sites, combat sites, which I think we were running in like Raravos when we were trying to flip that system. But it like really reminds me of like Raravos and Vale and those systems when we were flipping the systems for Triglavians really early in the invasion. So they had these like NPC fleets fighting each other, and it felt really alive. And it's that feeling in here, like even there might not be that many players like you don't know if someone's cloaked next to you there's people everywhere just trying to like salvage and loot shit and trying to like loot all the wrecks from the npcs fighting each other and then some people start fighting over these wrecks it's like (laughs) a really weird little mechanic and and its own little ecosystem that is becoming
0: and so there's no caps which is a big difference right
1: there are caps there are capitals in some of the low sex systems.
0: they're already in there right
1: yeah, that people had seen it. So, like, if you pulled your capitals out of Oof. these systems, I think you're in for, like, a rude awakening because they're selling for, like, way higher than they should because you oh, can't bring them fuck. in again. You can't sign them in. You can't. Excel wormholes. So there's, like, a limited amount of capitals in these systems and only in the low-sec ones because you can't take them between yeah. the systems either. I so like- certain systems cannot and will never have, as, a, as far as it seems ever have any capital stuff in it
0: so everyone who knows me knows like i get triggered about hard dreads a lot i get triggered about faxes i think the you know faxes
1: in here are going to be sick strong if you have a fax yeah. or something in here like hold on to that shit <laughs> but i a dread sold for five billion. i bought like two oracles for like three four five bill each i was like Fuck oh it, dude. i'll never get these again
3: yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> Uh, And I'm really sad I didn't move more caps into some of the low-tech systems because I think they're going to be super useful in the future.
0: But wait a second. So there's one more connections in there, though, right? There might be some extra large. There's only large? Yeah. Ah, I haven't seen any XLs. I've been fucking looking. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I think that would be kind of interesting, to be quite honest. Even if there was XL, like, you can't move a shit ton of caps through. So every now and then someone gets a couple dreads in, right? Two dreads.
1: But it's also cool that some systems that were high sec before will never get them in. However, you can still bubble in them. You can still throw bombs. It's still null sec in that kind of way.
0: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. God damn! I have to check that out. I really have to. Like, and yeah. how active is it? Like, so is it? Is it mostly like solo, very small gang, or is there like? Um...
1: I have. I've seen some gate camps like twenty people max, and that's some like uh, Kybernaut, um Cabernet dudes that I think caught Lussie Lou and uh, CCP Alpha, but then they got completely dumpstered by like an equal-sized gang that had like downshipped them for some reason. So like there's definitely small gang going on, but there's also all these other things, like if you run into drifters, you could just be fucked, unless you're in cloaky. So it's forcing you to be more cloaky, it's forcing you into this kind of wormhole-esque kind of mm. choosing what you fly. Um I flew around in, like, a rail uh, Deimos first until I ran into a drifter gate camp, basically, on one gate, jumped through, and there were also drifters on the other side. And I was like, oh, well, fuck. And I've been killed twice by drifters, but not, like, been killed by players yet. So uh, it's, like, this really weird... Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a weird space. And, like, you also have the, uh, the wormholes. When you go into a system and you see a bunch of these state, navy, whatever rats, then you know that in that system there's a way to get to highsec... Or low sec, I think it is. Um, if you go into a system and there like it'll be a wormhole in there. If you oh. go in and there's drifters or the uh, yeah, if there's drifters, then there should be a wormhole to another wormhole system. If there are sleepers in there, then there should be a wormhole to null And there was some kind of weird bug where the high sec wormholes would always have the same entry. The same high-sec system would like close the wormhole and open again in the same exact system, but like in a different place in system. I'm not sure if they changed that or not. So, like what, a way to get in a bunch of stuff in the, the first couple of couple of days.
0: What other reasons? Uh, so my question is, like, why do people um, have to um, like why would they go there other than curiosity and PvP content? So, are there people actually care bearing there? Like, are they doing something? Mission farming
1: or whatever? There's, like, an LP store for the uh, Triglavians, which can get, like, skill books, uh, Triglavian uh, blueprints for guns and the ships and all that stuff. And the rats that you kill or that the rats kill each other, you can go loot them and trade them in for the, uh, what's it called again? Interstellar navigation logs. Mm. So you can get things to farm these up, but I don't. I have no idea if it's lucrative or not. Like, I've been doing it just because it's fun, and it's fun to be, like, dicking around in a Proteus that I'm pretending is useful. And uh, <laughs> it's. I'm not doing this, obviously, for Isk, but I'm having, like, a blast just chilling in here. Are you name tanking, maybe?
0: Someone sees you, Definitely salvage in a Proteus, and they're, they're like, hmm, yeah. that smells like beta. <laughs> i had people chase me all over the place. <laughs> like, everyone's going to be like, I don't no, want to no, end no, up no, being no, content.
1: <laughs> you might think twice, but, like, at the same time, they still want to,
3: you know. I've been chased around. Hmm. I definitely it's, have to check weird. it out. You ask me why are you there?
1: Is there a reason? There isn't really right now. Like I'm not making isk in here. There's definitely other ways to make way better isk, but this is just such a weird and different space. Like I tried uh, one day or one night, I, I spent like roaming around different systems and seeing what that would be like, and then I spent another evening just in the same system because I heard all these complaints about people saying um there's no point to go in there if you don't have the standings so i was like oh how fun is it just to hang out in the same system if you find a wormhole in and i had a blast just the whole night watching netflix on one screen and then salvaging on the other one and dicking around with people and watching people fight over (laughs) racks and like watching the the rats fight each other and like the loot being like strangely spread out over everywhere uh ended up taking a chronos in one as well so i'm like dicking around in a chronos for a bit Going back to the Proteus, getting masked by drifters again. And it's just, it's weird, man.
2: Kubo Otsada wants to know about if there's any way to do mining there.
1: There are mining belts that spawn in here, but I am not the person to ask about mining. I have no idea if they're good, if they're worth it. There are certain systems that will spawn these like anomalies. There aren't any mining belts, there are no belts at all in any of the systems.
0: It would be funny though, right? Or redistribution they're like, hey, like you're missing some ore. It's all in here. <laughs> it's like shit. Everyone has to go there to export some fucking special ore.
1: Yeah, I like like I said, I have no idea about the actual minerals. Like I don't know what high sec minerals honestly are until I read the whole dev blocks about how they're changing. So
4: and I think talk uh, about that. I think in the law the reason there's probably no regular bells, those the trigs deployed the belt miners, didn't they? They're like a structure that would mine the belts. So it's probably mined all the belts away, basically.
3: You run
1: into a few of these structures here and there. But you get these, like, they fight over all kinds of stuff. They'll sit on on Pocos and fight each other. They'll sit on the gates. They'll sit on, like, stations. And I don't think you can anchor citadels, but there are still citadels that were anchored here before in the low-sec and high-sec systems. So eventually they might get bashed down or they might become, like, really useful for clone jumping and stuff. Because you can put your clone in here as well, but you can't clone jump in from outside or even in a nearby system. Like you have to mm-hmm. be in that station to clone jump. So you can swap clones if you want to, like hop into a,
0: a scalapian clone or something. But you can't do it from HiSec. So what's the most reliable way of getting in there? Because when I take 100%, 100%. like my wormholes, wormholes. So yeah. I need a I need a back probe basically. I need a probe inside or someone yes. who gives me a wormhole connection and then yes. And then oh, get nice. yourself into that hole.
1: Uh, I'm right now going to be putting alts into si- different systems to have different, like at first, I put in like three different uh, covert sino alts into low sec systems that you could put like before jump from Jita. They were like all in range. Um, but when the systems flipped, suddenly you can't light covert sinos or normal sinos or anything like that. So they're basically useless. I just had them sitting in there in a purifier with nothing but ozone in their pocket. So I have to go and take them out, get them set up for scanning, and then seed them in different systems. Because I've been like killed a couple of times, potted out of there, and then be like, fuck, talk to someone I know and try and get back in.
0: <laughs> so Sajan is asking, is it confirmed that you can, get, uh, you, you can get in with filaments? And is it the normal yes. needlejack ones?
1: No. There are specific ones and they're super fucking rare. I'm like like super. I have not found a single one. I had one guy uh give me a filament. I think they drop in here and there's like one that takes five up to five people or, or players in into one jump.
2: So you so have that- to get it with a wormhole and then hope that you get a filament so that i don't know
0: i'm not sure
4: if i remember correctly the npcs drop them you know when you kill them they have a chance of dropping them don't quote me on that though i just remember reading that somewhere
0: i mean over time i would imagine people seed them in JITO. right yeah but they're like super expensive yeah i can imagine you can
1: buy filaments in here right now from the npcs to take you out again um and like in the future this might be a cool way if you have like a bunch of these return filaments this could be like a different vibe than Thera where you live in here in an unevictable station. You could do like weird stuff where you're just salvaging and dicking around and, and working for like the LP store itself. Then you could, But then you could like filament out again into NullSec as a small group and then have a way to get back in to the same region by, by a filament instead of using wormholes. So it could be like a ping pong kind of filament thing in the future if you have enough of these return filaments
3: yeah yeah it's definitely i I, I don't know it's
1: like right now when you ask me why am i here i don't know i just i just am and i'm having fun i don't understand why
0: well obviously so the reason why i asked for like what are the cab opportunities there is the long-term aspect right like short time everyone's curious right everyone's going there and checking it out and there's a lot of action we've seen it in what was the first system that flipped Raravos. Raravos. Yeah, so yeah. Raravos was busy as fuck, right? Like there was action so on so And the second one, you can already tell like, oh, people adjusted and they knew what to expect. So uh, I think the second one didn't see as much, uh, as much action. And no, people
1: are quicker at doing that. But like that was the invasion itself. This is more permanent, but I think yeah. it's also not done. Like I think this is a cool beginning framework. Right now, there isn't a reason for you to uproot your life and come in and live here. But there might be like, what if in the future you have missions in here? And, like Squishy and I were talking about this last night. Like, what if you get a mission? Like, in both of us, we don't need to fucking rat or make money, right? But how fun would it be to live here? And the missions give you like filaments that tell you like, hey, here, take this filament, go and kill a player in that area or something, and then you have to do it in fifteen Ooh. minutes or the hole closes. You don't get to get back in. Like, there could be all kinds of funky things. That would in the be
0: that's a hilarious idea, actually. Uh, a pvp mission stuff Yeah. yeah and i mean
1: we don't know if they're gonna give us missions in here we have no idea we don't know if the capital systems like why do they have them why are there these giant structures that can dock these world arcs it's not online yet so like what is more to come there's definitely more to come we just
0: don't know what you know what though instantly when you said it my brain jumped to like how can it be exploited and it can be exploited, right? You just have to have chars everywhere. <laughs> and then, like, oh, you kill a player over here. You fill them it out. And you're like, oh, yeah, let me kill my, my char and an atron, right? And then boom, that
1: done. like a PvE mission, but it puts you into other people's space to go and do something. And you have to do it quickly and then return.
0: That is true. like
2: we could, I like could really easily finish the lore, here. too, because they're so PvP-centric. like
0: yeah, maybe you become the content, you know what I mean? You become the, the kill at the end, yeah. And you can't have charts in every system. I mean, technically you can, but, you know, even it's the craziest...
1: They have no idea if this is what they're planning, but, like, they have so many options with this area, and it doesn't have to be like any other current way. Like, And the system itself, like, how the rats in here work are so different when you go to, like, a belt or in, a, in any other space, like, the rats... It feels alive, like the whole system feels alive. You undock, and there's like fucking war going on between two different NPCs on the station. You're like, well, fuck, gotta dock again. You undock again five minutes later, there's nothing but wrecks everywhere. And the other rats have warped off and are fighting somewhere else. Like it's, It feels alive, even though it's not completely filled with players yet. Which should, is also like a fun, fun little ecosystem.
0: You know, should it be should it be in EVE similar to that? this is
1: their test bed for that but this is way more fun than having rats just sit and get slaughtered in in i anomaly. think it is
4: if you remember quite a while ago although that dev may no longer be at ccp there was a, i think it was an imperium news article and it said that they did an interview with a dev and he said he wanted like he, he wanted Null's well not just nozick like, he wanted the game world to be more alive like he wanted there to be like roaming groups of npcs that if you came up, you know, came, if you were in a fleet and you came across they would fight you, et cetera, or try to fight you and so on. So yeah, I think you're entirely right. It is the test bed and then maybe later on we'll see that elsewhere.
1: Right. Like it's it's you don't want to change all of the how ratting works and even like <laughs> flip, But like the way it worked, like I was taking giant fleets into Raravas and Vale to go PVE because there was this like P V E V P kind of element to it. We were literally just grinding these rats for hours, and then suddenly a fleet warped to us, and we started fighting. And then as soon as they were dead, it was like, "Quick, go back to ratting!" You know, it's like this <laughs> really weird thing for like someone who yeah. does nothing but PvP. I had never had as much fun
0: as in those invasions. That's you know, that's I think how how we would love to have Eve everywhere, like in Oldsec too, right? Everyone's I ratting. This kind of thing, like with the uh, Sanche incursions,
1: which is people who. Ended up doing incursions, started doing them in the most perfect way. Where if you're doing them in low sec, something jumps in, you just warp to a station and you chill and you wait. But in this, yeah. because there's no local, you don't know. Like while you're fucking doing something, someone could decloak next to you, start pointing at you, and suddenly you're in a fight. But you were just PvEing. Like it's, I I, I really
0: like it. Yeah, yeah. It would be nice to have that kind of life. Everybody needs, right? Yeah. Um I see
1: like nothing but potential here. Like I've read so many negative things on
0: Reddit and other places. Oh, really? and like, I mean what is It's price? been a few days. Like yeah. give me a chance. <laughs> There's negative things on Reddit, guys. You heard it. Uh, it,
2: <laughs> I
1: it <laughs> but, like judging it right off the bat for something you thought this would be. Like I had no idea what this would be. I moved characters into a bunch of systems, but I didn't move any assets in. And I fucking should have because now it's like, fuck, I got to find wormholes. How do I get this in here? How do I fit this thing? And like that in itself is kind of fun as well. Like I, I don't have alts to work with because I don't have the standings on alts. So I'm having to do everything from one character, which is also like different to what people are used to. So it, it it both limits how many people can just swarm in here and take over everything and how many of your alts you can bring in. So it's, I think there needs to be a better way to get your standings up and they could they could tie something in here with that too, where you eventually get tags to help trade in like you do with Concord tags to get your security status up. Like who knows what they're going to bring in the future.
0: Just don't do it like Extra Squishy did, right? <laughs>
1: I'd never do it that way.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sajjan asked if it's worth getting into the region without the standings, and Norman asked how the fastest way to get standings are.
1: There was one night where
2: <clears throat>
1: some people realized that there was a quick way to get this uh, standing thing up. <laughs> Squishy, shut up.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Squishy. Squishy fucked it up for everyone.
1: <laughs> and I did tell him about it. He decided to make a video. Uh, and I kind of had an inkling that maybe this would get... Touch up so I uh, kind of spent the whole night grinding myself, uh, so I'm now able to traverse and go everywhere in the area, but I didn't do it on like a bunch of alts, which I also kind of regret, <laughs> but it's also fun that i I can only play with one, which is kind of limiting what I can do
0: yeah i you know what that reminds me of so dark shines is um uh, another um strategic of c and it right, and he actually started a high tune just to start from scratch with his girlfriend, no money transferred, no nothing, just to start from new. And he said, like, it's actually surprisingly fun. And that's someone who has, like, every yeah. ship in the game. He had a Moloch, right? Famous Moloch, but let's not talk about that one. Uh, like, he did all kinds of things. But then he decided to play in high and said, like, oh, it's surprisingly fun. So, um, you know, I, I... I'm not sure if I believe him to this day, but, you know, it's, uh, you know. Like,
1: it's weird. Like, like I was telling you before, Squishy and I, we don't need to rant and do this stuff. I could just be out there PvPing, but that's become, like, what I do all the time anyway. So, like, this is something fresh and new, and no, I'm not doing it for the isk. I'm doing it for the, you know, exploration and excitement of something new and fun to play with. And, and I... You can wormhole just in and just be in one system. You don't have to go between a bunch of systems to have fun and do it. All right. I
2: spent uh, a lot of time, like, because I've been in Nullsec the whole what four, four years, five years. I've been playing Eve. I've always been in Nullsec, and uh, except for like a small time in Losec at the beginning, but I made a character and I went and I joined Ash. Astarothi in Highsec and started running content with him, and we were streaming it together for a while. And that was like it was really fun, and it was a nice break to get to do something else and go hang out with like I don't know the opposite side of Eve for a while instead of just doing Nullsec PvP and go do Highsec PVE for a while. And I did a lot of the Triglavian content and stuff, and it was yeah. great.
0: So you also when you started you got into Nullsec quick, right, Brenda?
3: yeah sorry I thought, so
0: yeah because like i'm saying like i'm asking that because i think it's important for new players to have their high sec phase right and then grow out of it yeah. at some point and then do something new right be it low sec no yeah. sec or up space I mean, or whatever
2: of course i was you know i i did my fair share of like mining in high sec because i didn't know that there was any other thing to do other than sit in like venture and and eat rocks all day. <laughs> uh, like and on on my stream the i think the most viewed clip is of me streaming like 4 years ago getting ganked in high sec and the clip was titled like ganking high sec noobs lol in all caps or something and i was like oh okay. But uh yeah, like i mean i i did that but i, I pretty quickly moved
0: just someone find that clip please (laughs) yeah
2: i'll I'll, I'll find it i'll link it for norman it's it's actually super embarrassing none of my hardeners are on like i literally just sit there and i'm just like watching my ship die and i'm like oh like something's happening
0: but the point i was trying to make was also four years ago there wasn't Mm -hmm. that type of content for like people to work together i mean besides incursions i think incursions are that old right um there wasn't the the, the like, Triclavian invasion going on where you could team up and like you know build a little bit of a team and do stuff together and stuff. You would be on your own just mining away or doing your missions, and then every now and then talk to your guys. But there wasn't a real um, there wasn't a real reason for highsec people to work together. I felt like right. So maybe that's changing now, and I think that's a good thing. Um overall, like, I mean, EVE is a super social game, right? right? So, I think it's important that we, that or that EVE or CCP starts early on that social aspect of the game because otherwise we we lose players early on, right?
2: Yeah, and like, this this dude, I don't know how to say your name, Verdinand says, why do you think people should stay in high sec for some time first? And the, I I mean, I didn't believe it until I moved to NOLSEC, but HiSEC is so much scarier than NOLSEC, and a lot of NOLSEC people will say that because you don't know who to trust. Everyone, That's like, <laughs> it's terrifying. No, yeah, I,
4: mean, I remember. Been, you know, I remember. I remember spending ages in nullsec as as an FC, and then one day I jumped into a high sec system on one of my alts and there's like 80 neutrals in local and just instantly crapped myself because yeah. I'd forgotten <laughs> I jumped into high sec basically. Nowhere
2: is safe. It's terrifying.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I totally I totally agree. Like when I'm in high sec, I don't feel safe at all.
2: <laughs>
0: mm. Um and that's all I think the main reason for that is though and that's a mistake i think that came from faction warfare is that the standings for the other factions kind of got screwed right? and they don't recover naturally over time which means like i can't jump into certain systems just because i did faction warfare 10 years ago or whatever time it was you yeah, know 12 years ago actually i guess or 10 i don't even know but um you know, it the standings are still screwed, so when I jump into certain systems, which is not like I don't know if I take this jump, like do do I get tackled by the navy or not? Like this kind of stuff? That just it, it's just annoying, I feel like, right? And then boom, you're tethered. Uh you're tethered, you're tackled. And um yeah, you know, it's just I don't know, do we do we really, you know, need that kind of stuff? I think it's just confusing for people.
2: Uh yeah. Sturmhart says, uh, How many Nosec people would know about the rules of engagement, high sec wars, the art of not getting concorded, and if understanding why. And that's hilarious because I know every time, like when we when we use the drifter holes and we have to go through high sec, even if it's just a couple jumps, or when we're doing anything like in low sec, for instance, it's hilarious in fleet the amount of explanation that goes into, like, okay, guys, set your safety to yellow like just everyone chill do not shoot anything unless i tell you to you know because like i mean i don't i don't fucking remember any of the rules to not get concorded or anything like i mean if you look up my actual pvp char you'll see my standings like i don't have a lot to worry about but still like it's it it is very confusing and people in nullsec don't have to worry about it so they don't know
0: yeah whenever i take a fleet let's say I take 100 people through a high sec, even if it's just two jumps, I'm going to lose two people. Two of them die. So,
3: uh, <laughs> it, like,
0: there's no way around um, it. If, like for you, it might be even harder, right? <laughs> sometimes...
1: No, so, for my fleets, they start off in Jita. So like, I'll assume they know how to get there. That's true. Still, true. Like,
0: it's always a couple. But sometimes, I think that's... Like as an FC, it's uh, easy to to see. Like, um, but for people that don't FC at all, they don't see the whole organization part, right? So sometimes I wonder, how do you even get people, like random people, together in one spot, doing the right things, and get away with it, right? You get fights, and you do well in fights, and that's like sometimes it's like I, I'm surprised. <laughs> So, like, I, I think I said that actually when the, the last time, oh, yeah. the, or the first time, actually it's the third time on, right? But...
3: It, uh, it actually hasn't
1: changed much. It's because the people who are on fleet want to be there and they want to have fun and do well. And they're not being told, log in, because you have to, and they're, like, mindlessly doing it while doing something else. They're doing it and they have all their focus on it. So I, I, I think just... I'm lucky in that way that everyone who's on my fleet really wants to be on that fleet.
0: Yeah, I I always wanted to do some public fleets, but I cannot fear the day I will I <laughs> do it. I cannot fear that day.
1: I'm surprised people do. I mean, uh, the people on the fleets are sometimes people who are, you know, really, you know, active in other groups as well, and then they come yeah, together, don't yeah. shoot each other. They know what we they're like doing. Towel.
4: When I, when I saw Tao on one of your fleets I was like what the hell
2: <laughs> I mean I've, I've seen people ask you Pando before like when you're going to be running public fleets so that they can join them and we've gotten more than one person into initiative because they want to run fleets with you so
0: well no it's not like I don't fear uh, getting the numbers or like I've, I just meant like I fear that like I'm spoiled having a well organized group to form right if i ping our form of time is 15 minutes right mm-hmm. and then i get 100 plus people and then the right ships and i can just say okay you switch out youtube and i've got the exact setup i want and i'm pretty spoiled in that regard so when i start doing like a public fleet and suddenly it's like yeah,
1: you know, everyone right. wants to
0: fly whatever and then someone brings a fucking drake <laughs> you know what i mean for sure yeah
1: but, like it's, it's fun in some way yeah like i've been super lucky like i don't srp anyone nobody asks questions are you sure <laughs> I'm just go <going>, yep <laughs> and i get to just throw all these weird fleet comps into the mix and go does that work nope everybody
0: fucking died and well, then something
2: for us yeah
0: well that's you know i do that too like i don't have srp kicky fleets unless there's a strategic objective right mm-hmm. it's if it's a fun fleet you don't get srp for it you're supposed to have fun, right? Yeah. And, uh... But
1: like asking, you know, I don't know, 120 people to put nothing but smart bombs on maulers and try and pipe on people by jumping them off gates. Like nobody said, are you sure? They were like, cool, sounds fun. Like that kind of dumb stuff. That's, you know, and there's you know? every other type of fleet I've, I've gotten to use and get a feel for. I, I think I've been very lucky in that sense.
0: You know what? I think that's an underrated aspect too when it comes to FC. And and I've talked about it before, that if you do special stuff, you call it dumb stuff, I call it like you're know you being creative. You come up with something new, right? People want to do something new. They want to be the first ones doing uh, uh, smart bomb maulers. Or in our case like uh, doing the the Stukas or uh, later the Kikis and uh, snatch fleet, right, with all MJDs and all that stuff, like, or bush ravens, like, there's some crazy shit that we did, right, but people show up for that gladly, they wanna do something special, you know what I mean Um, so, I think it's always easier to form something new and say like, hey guys, I wanna test this let's have a look then say like, hey let's form a fleet like we have done a thousand times before, and we probably fight another fleet of Munins." Uh, but you know the immune the fleet with more numbers is not going to engage the other immune fleet uh it's you know is wants to engage but the the lower numbers won't, don't want to engage so it's like the fight probably won't happen like i can't get excited for that i really can't i and, think the best time you know.
2: that i've had is when you're going through your stage of remote rep doctrines and and experiencing with all of those and we just take out like 20 people and go filamenting
0: yeah. And you know what? That was also interesting with you, Bjorn. When I started the whole uh, last um, first last Vexos Vexor Navies uh, Gielas Ishtas and so on, right? When I was on Vexos or Vexor Navies, one of the two I think the Vexor Navies are kind of fucked up. That was a good fight to be had and I fucked it up. And that's why you asked, hey, can you do that with Gielas? And I was on the next, on the list next. Yeah, right? Yeah. And, and I knew watching. already yeah, yeah. Gielas <laughs> are, are the strongest for yeah. it. But I wanted to build up for it, right? And I still want to make that video actually explaining the concept a little bit because I think people don't understand, really. Some people made fun of it when we tested it against a big uh, fleet outnumbered two to one and caps and on grid and stuff. And we wiped the entire fleet of gilas. Like, people made fun of that, saying, like, oh, look, gilas suck. Like, yeah, I guess, you know. <laughs> it's... But they don't understand what's actually the concept behind it. So I kind of, I still want to, that's still on my list. I need to make that video actually. And you call it right away. Like, Hey, what about Gilas? And like, yep. (laughs) (laughs) Gilas are next. You can, you can spot a a Theory Crafter right away. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah. Uh, So another change that's coming up and that I'm really hyped about. The supers? Exactly. But I'm I don't hear
1: know tender uh, about that one because I, I my input on it's gonna be like what the fuck? Like I I've I've flown supers like a fragment of the amount of time that I've played Eve. Um the whole concept of reviving mid fight, like is this even gonna be useful? All is right. it only gonna be Hicks? Is it only gonna be bubblers reviving? Are you actually gonna stage your fucking supers close enough that when you respawn, you can just start fighting, or are they always bubbled and the subs are fucking useless anyway? I haven't, I don't know what to even say about it, so I'd like to hear what you guys think about them.
0: Um, give me one sec, I'm going to put up the quote on screen, Um what it actually says. So I'm going to read it quick. Oops. So... Eve's colossal supercarriers will be getting a major update in the Phoenix Quadrant, including the introduction of a new tactical clone ability, allowing destroyer player, uh, destroyed player capsules to respawn immediately at a local uh, fleet supercarrier and into a new ship stowed inside the supercarrier itself. There will also be a significant visual update. La 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 la. So, the, the key factor here before we talk about it really is like how like well, oh you know that's the first thing we need to all figure out I guess how does it actually exactly work I don't know like what exactly does that mean so does that mean anyone who gets killed in a pot then and has a super in his fleet gets the option of spawning inside that super or do we get a clone vet bay which required a lot of prep well, not a lot of prep, but it required preparation. You know, you had to explain. You have to put the clone in, and then move the ship. The ship to some place, then clone jump, then grab the ship, and so on. Right? Or is it a different approach? And anyone in fleet can jump to you at any time because you have that thing now. What does that mean?
1: Does that mean your super has to carry all the doctrine ships in it, or does it just have materials yeah. inside? Or does it cost you plex? Like, what the f- what the fuck is the actual mechanic? Like, it's hard to exactly. to talk about it because really, we don't know what but it will be. What do you guys no wish for? put an entire fleet of ravens inside of a super and then jump that in.
0: Like, <laughs> I'm thinking of a but yeah. I mean, ravens <laughs> work too. I mean? But so, what do you guys wish for how it worked? I mean, maybe Kenda, you've been so quiet. What well, what do you uh, want it? How do you want it to work?
4: I'm kind of quiet about it because again, it's just so so much speculation going on with it. So, I mean, the video was very misleading at first because there was a hidden Titan at the back that was bridging the subcaps, and at very first, I thought the supercarrier was jumping in with the the fleet and taking the fleet with it, which I was like, "Yes, this will be absolutely awesome if that's what they're gonna like do." But it's not the case from if you look because there is actually a Ragnarok in the background, but um. No, I just hope that you die, you respawn, you get a new ship, you get back into the fight. That's probably what it's going to be. It's just a faster way to get back into the fight. I mean, if we look at the keep star fights and how long it takes to get back into that fight, it's going to be a faster way if you're already in system respawning from the ship or well, the supercarrier, not the ship.
0: Yeah. So I mean, so from how they framed it, they really want to. Um, help people out that actually died in this fleet already they don't want people to get into the fight without them already dying before you know what i mean Mm
3: -hmm.
0: because like first i thought maybe what they want is oh not what they want but what they um implement is a way for us to say okay instead of forming kickies and then joining wormholes like taking wormholes and getting the uh, fleet, like getting rockets tackled and then travel there we now could just you know light one sino jump a couple of supers in have everyone clone jump to the sinos uh to the supers jump into kickies and start murdering stuff you know that's wh- what i got kind of excited about
1: <laughs> i don't think it's gonna be like only move the supers and then clone jump everyone too i think the way it sounds to me is that there's a fleet fighting something and if it starts to lose, you can then hop a super in and then start respawning on that super that's on grid with you. Uh, as far as I understand,
0: yeah, maybe maybe it's gonna be so. That's my guess is that it's gonna be if you die and you have a super in your fleet in the same system where you died, you get that option to say, yeah. okay, yeah,
1: not just y- in the same system, like I think on the same grid. Uh, it looks like to me.
4: Ooh. well hopefully it's not just on the same grid because i was just thinking then you know there's quite often a situation in nullsec we come across where you might have wiped over a an objective and you want to go again so you form up again and get ready to bridge in and try again and you know if it just gives you that ability to sort of pull back on a friendly is or say where the super is everybody reships you reform and you go in again that'd be really cool as well
0: i mean it's a similar concept to the Frick bay in battleships because that extends your grid time as a fleet member too. Which yeah. I think is a really good thing. Right, I had that actually happen to me in a fight the other day. I was on a bargain and then I got killed and I was like, ah shit. And then I realized, oh, I'm in a retribution now. And then I had everyone assign drones to me and I just started murdering small <laughs> stuff. It was kind of fun actually.
4: Yeah, yeah I think that's so. exactly the angle CCP are going for with this is how can we keep people in the fight for longer after especially when you look at the block scale you know you get you know it's thousands and thousands of people you get primary, you're gone instantly Yeah. you know it's not, it's not really very engaging is it it's not like oh I'm tanking I'm tanking now I'm slowly dying I've overheated my hardness I've made a difference you can't really do that at this scale in the war at the moment yep, so, Yeah. so it's, yeah it's definitely a case of well here's a new ship get back in there and do it again
0: and I think you like I think everyone here knows how it feels like Forming up half an hour, traveling somewhere, half an hour, waiting for the shit to kick off, maybe half an hour, maybe longer, so you you have invested time right an hour, maybe an hour and a half, sometimes two hours before stuff kicks off, then the fight kicks off and you get headshot off the field right you you might not you even be the, the f c yeah, you might just be logi anchor, you might be just you know hanging out with everyone else, you're just a fleet member right, and then you get headshot off the field anyway and Two hours to just get headshot in one minute, it's just like, ugh. But if you're in a battleship, you might just respawn in a retribution. It's not that bad, right? I just wish... Well,
1: I wished... think it's different than what Kendar's saying about respawning on the super next to your fort. Like, in that case, you could have well just set your clones in that fort and had True. ships in there. So yeah. I think this it's... This is the really... logistics
4: cost, isn't there, on that? So you think True. about it, you'd have to pre-stage all the ships and so on. And at our front scale, front we're talking front about, front. it can be quite massive to do that. But, but then, then we've seen it done before.
1: Yeah. How do you then, like, have... You can't have all these ships inside. Like, you can't... What if you have Ravens in the in the super, but then the Ravens get pulled back and instead you engage with Munins? Can you then still spawn as a Munin on it? Will there be some kind of token system that you can carry a bunch of respawns in your super and it can just respawn fucking anything? But, like, how, how, do, you, how do you balance that? How do you, like... No, it's so much... It's-
0: but it says, uh, into a new ship stowed inside the supercarrier. So the ships have already to be in the supercarrier, right? In the ship maintenance bay, I'm assuming. I mean, I would be happy with just a clone bed bay that, that holds a lot of clones. And I could do all kinds of kicky magic with them, right? Like three supers with a bunch of kickies inside in clone bed bays. That would be beautiful. I would jump those in. I would risk those. And uh, then clone jump everyone. And you have some extra DPS, but then hostiles also have an incentive to bait me and tackle those supers and, you know, go a little bit more. Like, it's more of an instant fight then, I would believe. So... I think they're going to get
3: used for just
1: more hicks. You die in a hick, respawn again, keep tackling supers and shit. Like, that's what I think they'll eventually get used for, however it's made. Like, if you're gonna bring in stragglers who died, are you not better to bring them in via another Sino where they, you know, unless you're like fighting way niche. beyond your, your area?
0: Yeah, exactly. My,
4: um, my gut feeling is that this mechanic's never gonna get used.
0: You know, that's my gut feeling too.
4: Cause I'm like, would I ever wanna put a super carrier in a vulnerable state? Like, you know, it's that risk versus reward, isn't it? You know, what is it worth me putting this? I don't know. A minimum 15 bill asset on grid
3: to with all
0: those ships, yeah. Daddy Deep says it will be a personal hangar. Maybe you put in a battleship or a couple cruisers or a dozen frigates, depending on how you want to fill your allocated space. So, you think every member of the fleet can have that? I don't, so I hope that's not what it is because that's preparation to another level. ...because then you have to prep for everyone has to put a ship in there in case they die... ...instead of having just 10 or 20 ships, spare ships in the super... ...and then those 10, 20 dudes that die can switch, right? Because that would be, I think that would be too
3: crazy. But yeah, I mean, it's all speculation.
0: But I wish... And that's maybe a little selfish to say... ...but I wish you could just clone jump to them... ...without any preparation, without being, without the need to die first, right? Because then you would risk your supers, you would jump them in. You would then clone jump over, try to save them. But if it's too, uh, if it's not strong enough, it's not going to get used. If it's too strong, you know, obviously not good to... I'm not sure where the balance is, to be honest.
3: In the trailer... It looked
0: like an AoE syno jump first. Right?
4: Yeah, it did. Mm.
0: But I think that was just cinematic stuff. People have mm-hmm. talked about yeah. that. You know, there was a Titan there somewhere, and, you know, it was just for the cinematic.
4: Yeah, because if it was to show you how you actually bridge off of a Titan in game, how boring would that be for a trailer?
0: <laughs> yeah, it looks. Everyone keep
4: a range and bump this Titan. And,
3: you know. <laughs> yeah. The
4: trailer,
0: yeah. though. Yeah, I like that trailer too i liked it
4: yeah we all like a good eve trailer that's for
0: sure yeah i'm still waiting i'm still waiting for the next this is eve trailer i'm so jealous i want to be in that one (laughs) (laughs) but yeah i think it's to this day the best one (laughs) good trailer with asher i'm not sure but i don't think that's asher actually (laughs) people keep saying that character that was shown there would be uh, asher but I don't think that was him. It, it's very similar, though.
1: McCloud's asking a good question, though. Like, what happens if a super dies and there's 200-plus ships in it who all yeah. have their <laughs> reshipped? And do they just suddenly drop an entire fleet of ships for
0: the enemy to pick up? Like, how does this... That's
2: what I was saying with it being, like, maybe not worth it. Like, that's a lot of risk.
0: Yeah, I mean, if they go with the... Sorry, what are you saying?
2: No, I was just saying like your entire fleet would be in there and then all of a sudden like, boop, yeah, gone.
0: I mean, I don't mind that part. If if it works like I was hoping that you can just, you know, Nexus jump in, Clone Bat Bay goes on, and then people can clone jump in and grab the ships. I mean, that's how the Clone Bat Bay works right now. Just the amount of clones is too low, right? You would have to use, I think... To, to get a certain amount of, for example, kickies or whatever, you would have to um, use like three, four titans, which is not really realistic. You're not jumping four titans in to do it. Right? You're not jumping four titans on five raw cards uh, to then jump into kickies or like whatever you can fit into those titans. Um, so, you know, but I can totally see three or four supers do that. You know, risking forty bill to kill fifteen bill or so, yeah, yeah, why not? If you get away with it most of the time, you get good with it, and you don't get caught,
4: <laughs> yeah, and then that one time you do, you never do it ever again
0: <laughs> i don't I don't know about that, you know what
2: right. that's fun <laughs> yeah,
0: no, I think there's a lot of supercap pilots that are hungry for this kind of stuff that are really eager to do this that, yeah, it that is. are willing yeah, to do
2: definitely
4: is good. It's changing the super cap so they have like more of a role like this is, is definitely a good way to go, in my opinion, compared to what yeah. they are at the minute. I mean, my personal view of Capital Warfare is, and a lot of people disagree with this, and that's fair enough, but I believe it should stop at Dreads. I really think this should be like, you know, Dreads, Carriers, Vaxes, and that's it. And then Titans and Super Carriers should really just be like some huge, massive role bonus sort of that does something really cool, like this Rapid Respawn
3: yeah i Time mean
4: bridging awesome.
1: is so- you could technically do that right now if you just jump in a rorkle with them with a clone map bay
0: well we did that before to just tackle right but the clone map bay of a rorkle only has so many clones it's just like i think nine so what do i do with nine people right? and then it's only mining ships you can jump into
3: this thing on the supers will
1: true. be used for like tackle supers that jump in and then you reship again off that same super into another hick and keep tackling shit. Like I think that's what it's gonna end up getting used for, whether it's just mass spamming bubblers and sabers that respawn again or if it's just hicks, I don't know uh, yeah. maybe they're trying to make something new where you're risking more of your supers in a more kind of small scale way and not only in the biggest fucking things so I, I
0: don't know yeah, I mean no matter what they do, I'll promise right here we'll we'll try it out even if it's if it looks too weak or whatever if it's if it looks like it doesn't make too much sense, which i kind of feel like it's gonna be a little bit too too careful to not be too strong so it probably isn't worth it with all the prep and all the you know you have to have the sign or the super in range and you know so I think maybe for big fights it might just happen but like on a, on a smaller scale on a day to day basis nobody's gonna use it but I will I'll try it definitely I'll try it but you know, that's actually one thing I thought about right away. Uh I was like, well, how about Bjorn? Like so if it was just you have to be in fleet and you can just clone jump to it no matter what, you don't need any preparation or anything. Imagine you just roam in a super. Like Bjorn roams in a fucking NYX, gets tackled, and then he's like, Oh get, oh shit guys, everyone drop my fleet, save me, right? And he just I'm broke i mean it would be fun as fuck too though yeah, right
1: it's so broken because people would take that and use it as like let's room with 50 of them and if we're in any trouble let's just jump everyone
0: onto them like but at the same time people i mean yeah you're right but at the same time sign up and titan bridge and people jump onto your head anyway right that's broken as as fuck too though you know it happens already and this way you could counter drop them technically
1: in you have to have another person in a ship that has a Sino because the super can't i don't think they are going to go back to where super are suddenly able to just instantly get help if they're tackled like suddenly you know your, your your umbrella is backwards you just have to have players and you go ratting in your super and as soon as you're tackled everyone jumped to me
0: and you're clones like it sounds kind of weird but maybe if it was in the same region would that be more balanced Right, because the range is the, f- the big factor, right? When people can just jump to you from Jitter or from wherever they are, then it's like oof, mm-hmm. a little strong. Um, but what if the range was limited to the same region? Huh? Maybe that would work.
1: I don't think that's how they're showing us. Like the info we have now is. I don't think so. I
0: don't.
1: on the same fight that you just died in, you can get back into the fight where you just died. The whole like phoenix—it's called phoenix. You're like reborn after you died in that fight. You basically become like a planet side two sunderer.
0: Yeah, I think
4: what you said earlier is right. I think it is going to be like exclusive to the grid you're on. It's not going to be a case of.
0: I hope it's a system. Oh, I hope it's a system, not only on grid. Because if it's only on grid, actually nobody, yeah, actually nobody's going to use it then. No. If it's if it was in system and you have a cycle time of like let's say at least two and a half minutes people can probe it out and catch the super it's no big deal if they realize oh shit they're doing this right so um it's not like it was it would be risk-free i think doing it only on grid would be a mistake that would be too safe uh too actually unsafe for the super so um nobody would ever use it i think unless it's a citadel fight and then what's the point if it's your citadel anyway where you tethered on, Why not clone jump to the citadel anyway, which is, you know. So I think it has to be in system and not just, if it's only limited on grid, that's a mistake, I think. System would be dope. Someone says, yeah, I think so too. We can can make it work, make it interesting with just the system, I think.
1: I think if you had this now, and let's say you were in the fights that you've been in lately, would you really risk a super with an entire fleet of battleships in it just so you can quickly respawn on that same grid?
4: Like, yeah, that's that's what we were saying earlier. Like, it's it's that whole risk versus reward thing, really. I mean, some some fights, yes, definitely. But like for your average, probably skirmish, no. Because here's thirty bill. Is my fleet? If is my fleet even worth thirty bill? No, then it's not going <laughs> on, is it?
0: Yeah, but maybe you want to kill thirty bill. So I see it like that. We're hunting with kickies and whatnot. So we tackle a super or we tackle a, a bunch of supers who knows or a bunch of raw cards and we have that next ready to go then we might just light that sign up for the extra dps and then warp him to a safe uh, if it gets a little bit too hot um and then maybe we need extra dictators cycle that yeah. thing let people maybe jump in
3: they
1: need supers all around new eden so when you do catch something you go okay who can jump a super here so we can keep respawning and definitely kill this fucking thing. And you'd like, be surprised how many people would, that accept it. would get used, even if it's like less, it's more like a, a casual fight. And then you're putting more of these things on grid where they can get killed instead yeah. of just in the giant fights. Like in that kind of sense, it does sound kind of cool.
0: And then that's another thing about the, what I, what I wanted to say about the keeps or what I did say about the keeps or stuff. Like what is a super? You know what I mean? We almost, we almost killed a hundred plus supers the other day, you know what I mean? In one swing. Like, what's what's the real risk of losing that one super? I know, like, our guys, if we jumped in, and let's say out of ten fleets, we get away with it nine times, and then we lose our super. Nobody's gonna, you know, be too mad about it. It happens, you know? So I see, I I can see a lot of people out there do the same thing and be willing to actually lose a super here and there and not, you know, I mean, put it in perspective, right? We're, we're losing like a trillion on those keep stars, like, you know, losing one super isn't that big of a deal. Nowadays, it really isn't.
4: Not from a blocks perspective, no.
0: I mean, in general, it isn't. Like, people need to be more willing to lose shit, I feel like, in this game.
4: Yeah, definitely. But I think from the smaller groups might not be so inclined to like go that way.
0: But I think it's more a, it's more of a personal investment. It's not a group investing in those supers. Like, if I would call for like someone to jump in that Knicks, he should be very aware. That's his Knicks. He needs to be willing. You know? He needs to be willing to risk it. It's not my Knicks. I'm not going to SRP that thing. Unless it's a, a strategic thing for the Alliance. If it's a fun op you bring what you can afford to lose. Makes sense. Yeah. Don't count on SRP though. And I think most people will be willing to do that. It's, you know, at the end of the day, most people actually nowadays have two supers or three, right? And a tight on top of it. And who knows what not. So, yeah. Let's hope, let's hope they hit the balance well. And the risk reward thing is actually, you know, in a good place, so people will use it. But yeah, it's gonna be tricky. Is the big boy mad? He's barking at us.
2: Yeah, I muted myself. He's barking
0: at us now. <laughs> oh, look at him all mad. <laughs> Give
2: me
3: attention. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, guys. Uh, you guys got anything to add? Any good questions in chat, maybe? Because if you've got any good
0: questions or any like point about it, put it in. Do you guys think that some kind of webbing bubbles on Dictors and Hicks would be a good thing? You can still warp out, but a down? Nah, I don't think that's a good thing. AoE webs, I'm not a fan of it. I'm really not. I mean, look at the supers, what they do to like all gangs. Nobody can engage a certain size super fleet if they know how to do uh, to use projectors you get pointed you get webbed you get muted and painted and then you get pointed webbed muted, and painted again and again and again and again right you're not getting not getting out so i think that's a that's a bad thing on supers anyway but maybe i mean i don't know about Jan and Kenna, what what's your point on that
3: uh I think some variety wouldn't hurt,
4: to be honest.
0: You would Maybe, like AOE webs, like
4: probably
3: not.
0: Web I,
4: I, probably not on um, dictators or higgs, because they're so mobile that'd be brutal. Unless they were really small, but then you'd be asking the question, "What's the point?" But I think like a static bubble that webbed instead of interdicted would be cool. So you pull that on a gate, someone's crashing the gate, and instantly slowed. Mm.
0: I don't know. It's a gate camp buff then, I guess, right?
3: Mm. No, I don't think I'm a fan. What about you, Bjorn? Bjorn, you're gonna hate that, right? An uh, AoE like a web bubble? I don't know, it could make some things
1: work that I could have fun with too.
0: <laughs> but you jump through a gate, reapproaching is not an option anymore because there's a web bubble there. I mean, I don't know how much percentage you would talk on, right? If it's 10%, like, you know.
4: It probably would be a buff to warping as well. If you was, like, in a nullified fast-traveling scepter or something, that'd be, like, you'd help it align out, right? So, it should. Maybe. Don't know. Don't know how that might
0: or, <laughs> or maybe it would be just a a one-time AoE effect. So... If you like, it's not going to be constant where, like, a bubble you can constantly not warp inside, right? For two minutes, while the web effect would only be like one burst, everyone's wept that is there right now for, for a certain amount of time, you know. So, for gate camps, they have to use it the second duty cloak, right? So, they can't I always have a constant. think why
4: we're talking bombs as well, almost there, aren't we? If it's like a hit you, you're affected for 120 seconds
0: or maybe you can do a cycle time on it too, right, so it has to spool up first for 5 seconds when you hit it alright, that might be a good balance for it I mean, maybe there is a way maybe there is a way for way for wet bubbles
3: no? I don't know
0: alright uh, and then McClough, did you like the swooping ravens in the horizons video? I don't, know. <laughs> I don't know why you're asking me about that because I fly so many ravens I guess. I mean, Raven is an iconic ship. Ravens have been in a lot of trailers, actually. Even though I think they're kind of ugly.
4: I think in the yeah. era of MJD Ravens Pando, I think the rock was better. Sorry.
0: In a subcap of a subcap fight? Definitely. Yes. Yeah. But if you wanted to kill caps, like, how are you going to do that with rocks? you like, tickle uh, them to death I and know. ask them You're nicely. Right.
4: <laughs> that was so cool, though, to see that meta develop. Like, you came out with the Ravens and then. I think it was NC that came out with the first MJD Rock Fleet specifically yeah. to counter your Ravens, which was awesome.
0: It was tough. Yeah. yeah. And you know what? Another counter was Chemo Loki's, and we never used them because we didn't want to give it away. <laughs> it was always. <laughs> it was like I would love to Chemo these guys, but like then everyone knows about Chemos, right?
4: Now everyone's doing it, so yeah, Chemo I is mean- quite active in this war.
0: Yeah, like we did it on a soft timer at some point against GOTG, and we keyboarded on like 100 scepters. It was just beautiful. It was just like, oh, if you come up with a plan like that, and Bjorn knows how it feels for sure. I'm not, I'm not sure, Kenna, are you much of a theory crafter? You're actually not theory crafting all that much, right?
4: Not anymore. I used to do a lot, obviously, back in the day but well, not not recently
3: but when
0: not you come
4: anything new what i tend to do is steal other people's ideas i will openly admit that yeah. i let somebody else come up with a good idea and then i'll go and adapt it and use it myself
0: but for me personally that's the best if you come up with a crazy idea and everyone's like "Hmm, that's crazy enough that should be fun and that's the only reason they joined they don't expect it to work but then you make it work right oh it's the it's the best right <laughs> that's the best
2: it's what pando lives for
0: it is I, i'm not gonna lie it is
1: i thought the zappy boys could be used that way with the old uh, frog fleet jumping around stuff and i used that with ccp where we had five mgd desis and then 20 cruisers just sniping and if you could split like a 200 man fleet into small gangs like that and have everyone fc little jumping around snipey dudes could be super aids to
0: fight yeah but you need so many fcs like i can't even tell you how many people told me like oh the bush like bushing is still fine you just have to you know split it up in seven different groups I'm like yeah like people up for it good yeah. luck it's tough I right? it's really it always
4: tough. makes me laugh whenever somebody says like i want you to divide your fleet up into squads of 10 and then make them do your separate stuff and it's just like That's not going to happen. I'm really sorry, but that's not going to happen. Not today's eve, no? Yeah. Yeah. Not unless I've got 10 FCs there to FC every squad.
0: Yeah. The thing is...
2: Like, trying to divide people into bomb squads and shit, you're like, okay, everybody put yourself into 10 people per bomb squad. You'll never get 10 people per bomb squad. Like, people aren't self-sufficient.
0: That is kind of (laughs) true. Yeah. At a certain scale, you have to... Like, people need to, you know, get organized. If they organize themselves, it's always chaos.
4: common one with that was always dreads. I'd be like, right, 10 dreads to a squad, please, guys. And you'd always end up with, like, 16 dreads in squad one. It's like, what are you doing? Come on, move.
0: (laughs) And, yeah, McLeod, the hysteria about the Raven Fleet when we called it the Mystery Fleet. Yeah, because it was a secret weapon against NC's caps, right? And then we had to form these within five minutes. Like, think about it. It was a doctrine that I couldn't reveal until we would use it and it's so special right? it's so weird that you know you have to within five minutes we had to form get on those dreads it was quite a it was quite a challenge but we got it done we killed a couple of caps it wasn't a super hardcore success we killed more than we lost and then we were outnumbered and like they had caps but i wanted to really murder caps like run through them but we didn't have quite the dps that day but it was good how about some kind of support ships who can boost damage or range for a small amount of time in a way that strengthens smaller fleets with a malus with a malus to big fleets so they don't get the buff. Hmm
3: Yeah, I'm not sure.
0: Maybe I I, I can't I can't give you an answer to that one to be honest. Maybe the other guys can.
4: I think it's worth exploring. Just it's just gonna end up with, well, it's just going to end up with like flies buzzing around you when you're on a fleet and really annoying you. I remember when uh I mean corms are quite popular in this war apparently. I don't know why, but I remember in the last casino war, Moe was still around, he used to run corms. And I'd take they'd have that many corms, I'd take out uh caracals. They built alpha a caracal. and I'd be like, What get caracals popping in my fleet? Like, what? Why? But yeah, it's just... Oh, yeah. Uh, it's a way to buff the smaller guys, isn't it? Against bigger guys. Pando, if something I want to ask is, what do you think about the... I don't know if you discussed this already, the resource shuffle and the um, sort of, you know, the new war anomalies in low and high-asset or all changed around and stuff. What's your take on that?
0: Uh, to be honest, like... I kind of got an idea but i'm not too sure to be honest because i never like i don't know the numbers like how much do you need of what to build and like all that stuff like i'm not too much into that that whole thing so i'm not gonna sit here and pretend to you know have on uh, a great idea about this so like i think it was
4: a good change
0: i hope it is i hope it is but I'm I, I'm somewhere in the middle. Like I don't know. I really don't. It could be. It could be really bad. It could be really good. I feel like nobody should be surprised that it's not great for their particular gameplay because it basically hits everyone, right? So yeah, obviously, like everyone who's thinking about their own gameplay complains. So yes, it's natural that a lot of people complain. So I don't know if how legit all those complaints are. I think there's a legit point. I know you are a fan of that, but certain Losekers, the Mr. Losek CSM Phantomite is actually not a big fan of it because he doesn't want mining in Losek. Which is and you had the point when we talked about that for like a super for a minute or so, like two days ago or so, you had the point saying it's not about people that live in Losek. It's about getting people to live in low And I think that yes. was an interesting, interesting point because low is far from perfect, right? It's like, it's not active enough, I feel like, and stuff like this. So maybe it will get more activity there, but I don't know. I don't know for sure.
4: It's by improving the ecosystem, isn't it? I think that's yeah. what it is.
0: Yeah. I think resource scarcity definitely, I think we need that, yeah. I definitely do. If it's done right, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe Bjorn, yeah. you got an idea, but I guess you've got to be on the same side as me, like, I don't know, <laughs> right?
1: I
3: think, uh,
1: well, I, it's hard for me to have an opinion when I don't do these things, and to have an opinion that actually anyone should listen to. People have asked me about it and go, oh, what's your opinion? Like, I I don't know, I don't fucking mind, I don't exactly. know what this actually means for you locally who live over there. Like, does this make, you know, places like Pravi actually more enticing because you're closer to everything, or... Does it not matter at all because you'll just jump freighter in anyway from like really far away i i don't know um when CB say they want to do this for the ecosystem for like eve in five years kind of thing and i'm like cool they have specialists that know what they're talking about
3: i i can't give an opinion on this yeah
0: same boat i'm in i've got a vague idea but like i wouldn't dare to tell anyone to listen to what I think about that particular thing. CCP has specialists. I hope so, I hope so. But yeah, um, guess maybe this is actually the right moment to uh, just call it, because we're over an hour and a half, that's kind of what we always aim for. And uh, What? Oh, was it the doggo? Nobody's going to be mad at him. Look at him. <laughs> <laughs> the sad boy. But yeah, uh, I would say, guys, thanks a lot for showing up. Uh, even though, Kenda, you were a little late. I, I was a little disappointed, I have to Panda, say.
4: Do you not know there's a war on? Sometimes
0: the war got to wait. <laughs> no. It's all right. If you had people in fleet, I forgive you. I didn't know it was your fleet. I was I thought you just joined some random fleet. But yeah. You know, whatever. uh have me on. It's fun chatting. Yeah. Good stuff. I hope you guys enjoyed it. And I would say see you guys on the next one. And latest should be Tuesday, where I'm gonna stream some small scale stuff again. Like some gang. Like, I don't know. Maybe uh big destroyer size, maybe last gilas, maybe something, maybe go hunt, I don't know. We'll figure it out. Alrighty, then, see you guys around.
3: Bye. Bye. See ya.